So, do you know the reality of your real? On this installment of The Grind Defined, I'll discuss our mental real and the four elements of a mindset foundation reset. So get ready because the grind becomes official right now. beautiful people. Greetings. Welcome to The Grind Defined. Terrell and Michelle here, certified spiritual mindset and wellness coach, helping high achieving women find fluidity between their emotional, spiritual, and physical well-being while bridging the gap between who they are in spirit and who they were designated to be by our creator. Oh man, oh man. Let me tell y'all, I'm feeling so amazingly blessed. Why? Because I get to share this time with you in TGD Studios. People, we are in Q4, the last quarter of the year. And it's just a blessing. If you're listening to this, for you to have made it this far, for me to have made it this far, it's been crazy, but that's okay. That is A-okay because at the end of the day, we know who keeps us, right? Right? We are being kept by the most high. And so it's all good. Even when it's not the best, it's still all good. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today. If you haven't already, please log on to thegrindtofind.com and click feed so that you can follow me and be updated when I upload. You get that plain tea. If you like a little something extra in your tea, I don't know, maybe you like some fruit or something in there. Maybe you like some herbs or something in there. Maybe you like some spirits in there. Whatever you like in there. As long as you like tea with something in it, then you're definitely going to want to join the list because you'll get the inside with what's going on with The Grind to Find as well as terrellandmichelle.com. You'll get specifics about episodes, some new segments that are going to be coming to a show near you. (laughs) You'll get all of that good stuff. So plain tea, feed. Tea with stuff in it, follow. That's it. That's all. All right. So now... I'm excited about what we're going to be talking about today or what I'm going to be talking about today, what I'm going to be sharing with you when it comes to the reality of your mental real. And this is something that I enjoy talking about because anytime we can erect a solid, stable foundation for our mindset, we have something wonderful to scale upon. And this is so important because many times we'll end up in the middle of life somewhere you just look up like how in the world how in the world did I get this wasn't even on the map how am I here is should I like be here nobody's supposed to be here but I am I don't want it what do I do what do I do well if you've ever felt that way then you happen to be in the right space because we're going to talk about some of how this comes to be, what to do, what it looks like. I mentioned uh, in the intro four elements that we'll be discussing that help with that mindset foundation reset. I'm going to do an overview of those today, but specifically, I'm going to focus on fear and you'll find out um, why with the order and everything a little bit later on. But if you want to find out more of what to expect for this month, because I'm going to tell you, there's a lot going on this month. There's going to be a lot going on. I'm excited to share these things with you. If you want to know the details 
you got to get on the list. And also, I want to say this to you guys. If you like what's going on here in TGD Studios, please, oh, please share the love. Share the grind to find with someone that you know, because the more we have here in this community, as we define our grind together, the better we are together, the stronger we are together. So it's okay for you to follow. It's okay for you to join the list, but it's even better when you share this program with someone else. So the more, the merrier. Now, before I get into content today, I think that it's important for me to pause for the cause and put into perspective the why. There is an overall why to the way that I work. There's a method to my madness. And because we're earlier on in the game with this show, you know, think we're, we're warming up, but it's going to be hot in her. But I want you to leave on your clothes. <laughs> Y'all remember Nelly and the St. Lunatics? It's getting hot in here. But anyway, I'm not going to squirrel on you. But anyway, I think that it's important for um, you to understand the overall picture and how it is that I flow. Because my intention is to create content and share content that proves to be resourceful. And I think it's important for that resource to be used to connect the dots and get an overall big picture. I say this because uh, in my book, The Ultimate Release, my experience that I shared in that book or those that collection of experiences, there were two primary goals. The first one was to use my experiences to connect readers in a way where there's a commonality of how we process human emotion. Even if you cannot relate to specifically what I went through in that book, you will be able to relate to the emotions associated with it. Why was that important? Because once that book was finished, I realized that God's plan for me was to be able to use that work to connect some dots in my life, an overall big picture. Many of us, all of us have gone through life and we've learned some lessons. And you'll learn that lesson, pass that test, cool, move on. Learn another lesson, pass that test, cool, move on. But I got to a space in my life where I hit a brick wall and was stuck there simply because I was looking for the next thing to pass the test in front of me. But passing the test in front of me meant pausing and revisiting all of the other tests that I passed, put those lessons together to get a bigger picture for everything that I experienced to that point. And that was the key to my next level. So I liken this flow to something like that. Now, maybe it may be that for you, maybe not. But in sharing the method to my madness and um, giving you the information that I just did about maybe thinking about using this information to connect some dots within you and within your life that may prove impactful for you and maybe to get you past any areas where you may be stuck. That's the whole point of me sharing this. So very quickly, by the time you listen to this episode, episode three is already aired and that one was divinely designed. So it's one and done. So September was all about the importance and the power of our words. The shade of it all was talking about nonverbals as well as verbal communication and connecting to the toxicity that's involved in that communication if we're not checking our involvement in it. And um, divinely designed so it's one so it's one and done specifically, got more in-depth 
about the power of our words. Then moving into uh, this month, the reality of our real. So we were dealing with words first. October is dealing with mindset and it's dealing with, again, it's going to deal with an awareness of mindset and specifics once you get that awareness of how to go about resetting that. And then you're moving November into grounding in your God identity. So once we're taking stock of the power of our words and working on the resetting of our mind, now it's about recalibrating if we haven't, we're connecting deeper to our God identity. And that's who we see ourselves um, as in God. And then finally, December, vessel versus pipeline. This conversation is going to be about knowing that there is a choice between the two, what the difference in the two would happen to be and how that may fit either one into your journey. Or you may have something else that you want to consider. But the methods of the madness with this is the importance of words, the reality of our mind, being clear about our God identity, and deciding how vast, how deep, how ready are we to be used as either or the vessel or pipeline into December to kind of help usher us into this new year with the foundation for our spirituality that is something that we can scale upon and get even deeper into. So I hope that that description is helpful for you. Yes, there may be other details that I'll share about these types of things, but again, you'd have to be on the list for that to happen. I'm not gonna do this on air anymore. I just felt it necessary this early in the game for everyone to know that I'm always thinking and praying about how best to use what I know to maybe help support someone in a positive way. So if you happen to dip in and out and you don't listen to each and every episode, know that it's thought out and the intention is for you to be able to get as much value as you possibly can for yourself within that episode. Of course, with a little bit of foolery because I don't know how not to be a little silly sometimes. It's just, okay, a lot silly. All right, I'm still a work in progress. <laughs> but anyway... I just felt felt that important to share. So going into what we're going to be talking about today, the relevance specifically for today is because when we talk about defining our grind, it requires a stable foundation. And one central component of that spiritual foundation is resetting our mindset. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get right into it. There's nothing like experiencing freedom after being caged, be it physically or emotionally. <laughs> the truth is, I had been caged mentally long before I positioned myself to be caged by the system. It was four days that changed my life. Funny, being physically caged forces one to stop. And by having the ability to move physically as you choose, when you choose, to be taken away, the next natural step is to revert to relying on movement within our minds. Depending on how the emotion associated with the adult timeout is processed, the response for mental movement will go one of two ways. Inward, where there's reflection, reevaluation, and repentance, or outward, where there's rage, re-strategizing, and re-implementation. At some point, we all come to spaces in our lives where we question how we got where we are. Sure, we made decisions that led us to trying times, but while making the decisions, we somehow got our calculations skewed and missed the fact that running head on into a wall was the coordinates. Autopilot was engaged when it came to our mental reel. This happens when we are processing our emotions and making decisions from a foundation of understanding we didn't create entirely on our own. So 
what is a mental reel and how does it become negative? Let's do this. Let's paint a mental picture. Remember back in the day when they used the reel-to-reels to play music and videos? The reel itself was round and had magnetic tape that was wound around it. The reels were placed on a spindle and one reel, whose tape was either music or video, was fed through a reader and manually connected to the other reel. As the reels were played, the tape from reel one was unwound and sent through the reader to reel two, which rewound that tape. During this process, the information on the reel was played, either video or music. Plainly put, information was gathered and transferred from point A to point B. In time, you could cover the data that was on the magnetic tape by re-recording over it. Now, similarly, there are reels in our minds. Information is gathered at point A and transmitted to point B. Point A begins at the beginning of our lives and point B is our present day. So then what's a way to think about the negative reel, the reel to reel in our mind? Think of it this way. The negative reel is created when we keep and replay our memory of emotionally and spiritually painful experiences. You know, throughout life, we have many different experiences, some favorable and some unfavorable. And over time, we choose what residual data we store in our minds or discard from those experiences. Now with that in mind, let's get a deeper understanding of our mental reel. And we'll do that by discussing uh, the four elements, all of which are acronyms, the four elements uh, for a mindset foundation reset. Now for clarity, let's define our mindset as a collection of thought patterns and beliefs that shape our view on reality. Those four elements are going to be fear, fast, fuel, and leap. And in this broadcast, we're only going to tackle fear. We're going to detail fear and get more into how autopilot, your mindset being an autopilot, how the two connect. And we're going to dive into that portion of this discussion right after this. You don't want to move a muscle. Let's face it, our health is our wealth and a critical component in defining our grind every day. This is Terrell and Michelle, certified spiritual mindset and wellness coach, and I want to invite you to join my ongoing journey to make my temple, my body, the primary gear in my grind to the next level. Log on to terrellandmichelle.com and click on wellness to see my journey, testimonials, and schedule a chat to learn how to become a member of Team Terrell. And hey, don't wait until the new year to start. Go into the new year with results. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to segment two of our discussion around resetting the foundation of our mental reel and the four elements that are a part of this process. Today, we're diving into the first element, which is fear. And if you recall, when we left off, I mentioned autopilot. And as a refresher, autopilot happens when we are processing our emotions and making decisions from a foundation of understanding that we did not create entirely on our own. Now, what do I mean by that? We talked about... uh, in the last segment, the reels, and how there's a point A, which is the beginning of life, and point B, which is current. Well, autopilot occurs when over the course of life, from the beginning and throughout life, there's data that's stored in our mind and that's kept, and that data is replayed. Now, typically, because the storing of this data, which is a defense mechanism, because the storing of this data is not intentional, it's something that happens automatically in response to things that we don't like and that we don't want to feel 
again. What happens is we'll compile all of these different uh, emotions, judgments about ourselves, judgments about other people associated with those emotions. And because life is a series of deja vu moments, <laughs> you know, if you've ever been in a situation where you have to question yourself and say, has this happened before? This seems familiar. This feels familiar. Well, that's because it probably is. Something could have happened previously that was similar to a space that you are currently and there's a relation that you feel. Well, when we have those situations occur and there's been a situation previously that had some negative components to it, that's what could make us snap back to a space of past hurt or pain that was there and we thought was buried. But when it comes back, it kind of re-energizes the emotion, re-energizes. Uh, you may have even forgotten about if there was a person involved. It will re-energize how you felt about that person, maybe get you all amped up again. And then that can lead to going into this space of reliving that situation. And when you relive that situation, that's when there could be facts that are created in response to something that was from the past. This is why understanding the power of fear is so very important because fear is an emotion that creates the illusion of minimal options, a loss of any control that you may have, hopelessness, doubt. And one of the most dangerous things fear can do is disconnect us from the power of faith and the power of believing. And so let's get into breaking down the acronym for fear, and that is falsehoods emphasized and amplified by regret. Falsehoods emphasized and amplified by regret. Let's start off with falsehoods. Fear immediately puts us on defense. And when you're in a posture to defend yourself because of something that's happened where you may have felt as though you didn't have control or maybe you didn't make the right decision at the time or maybe there were circumstances that you were in that you either could control or couldn't control, whatever the case may be. Because of how that situation impacted you and it and impacted you in such a way where it was emotionally crippling at the time, it's natural for us anytime we're in any other situation or circumstance in life that has anything that is remotely similar to a past hurt for us to judge our current situation the same way we did a similar past situation. To be at point B where we're years removed, maybe even the people removed, so many things are different. We could be at point B in our life, but still respond and think and process as though we're still in point A. That skewed perspective and that compromise lens for your life can have you looking at people, places, and things that are similar to the past as though the circumstances, situations, and you, the person, your ability to control and make different decisions are exactly the same, when actually that's false, they're not. When we talk about the next letter, E, emphasize, that falsehood being emphasized, it's emphasized when that situation is replayed within our mind. Now, I know what it's like to have something happen that I'm so not cool with. And even though I may have moved past it in uh, the amount of years, let's say, if it, I could say in my point B current situation, a circumstance had happened 10 years ago. I'm a decade removed, but that doesn't mean that emotionally and spiritually I'm removed. So that means that every time I revisit that space and it's replayed, whatever happened, the areas in which I fell short during the instance, you know, when you look back, they say hindsight is 2020. That's when you start to, well, shoulda, woulda, coulda. I could have done this. I 
should have done that. What if I saw it this way? So now, even though the situation started off in one way, when it's replayed, all of a sudden, certain facts and things will start to change. And what happened can become exaggerated. Additional information can be added because the new emotions and the new judgment trigger what happened from the past. And you'll start to compound or emphasize. You'll start making it more in point B than what it actually was when it happened in point A. A, amplify. We can amplify the actual event, the person, and personal decisions simply by increasing the degree of pain that we feel and our judgment of ourselves. So we're emphasizing details, but then amplifying, making bigger everything else about the situation because of the last letter R, regret. When we regret and can't reach back to fix the past, then that's what will make us continue to replay. As though each and every time it's replayed, we're going to get another chance to do something different. When actually you never get a chance to do anything different about that initial event. There's nothing that any of us can do about something that's past. And so this is the power that we unintentionally give fear. And so this is the power that we unintentionally give fear when we don't allow ourselves to pause for the cause in our life and to do that grit and grunge work of acknowledging that any negative data that is stored on our mental reel in our heads, first of all, it was a choice. And I want to pause right. It's it's always a choice what we choose to keep in our minds, but we need not judge ourselves for making the only decision, sometimes the best decision that we knew how to make at that time. It is so okay for us to make a decision that did not suit us at point A, completely and totally own that and redo that differently at point B. So back to what I was saying, we don't wanna continue to give fear power. We don't wanna continue to feed it. And the only way that we can detach ourselves from the umbilical cord that we have tied to fear is to deal with the fact that we choose to store this information within our minds. We give this information fuel. We feed it. We create a bunch of judgments about ourselves, the situations, people around us. We amplify these things because we have regret about situations that we did the best that we could at the time. And let's just benefit, let's say you didn't do the best that you could at the time. If you knew that that wasn't your best, I'm sure you would have done differently. <laughs> at the end of the day, the short of this is that we have to give ourselves grace. We have to forgive ourselves. And forgiving ourselves can sometimes be the hardest thing to do because forgiveness for other people, if we just start with the external perspective of forgiveness, forgiveness with other people is difficult because for some reason, we want to be the judge and the jury. We want wrongdoers to be held accountable. But I think the biggest lesson in this conversation, especially when now we're going internal and we're talking about personal forgiveness, if you've allowed yourself to be held hostage by your mental real and the falsehoods that you've emphasized and amplified because of what you regret, then at what point, since you've been the judge and the jury with yourself, at what point is whatever price you had to pay enough? At what point do you say, okay, I've been beating this dead horse for I don't know how long, and now it's time for me to go ahead and bury it and move on. That's what this installment is about, is to have you take a moment to connect to the power that you have to reset your reel by understanding 
understanding that you're being held captive and you're the only one with the key to set yourself free. And not only do you deserve that, but you absolutely positively have the tools to do that. You just don't know it yet. But if you continue to tune in to this podcast over this month, you're going to learn how. And not only will you have some tools that you can take with you moving forward from this, if you need support, I'll be here for you and I'll even have um, a way that we can connect and begin to do this work with you if you so choose. If throughout this month, at any point in time, you decide that it would be helpful to connect with me, you don't have to wait until the end of things. Just know that I'm here for you no matter what. All right. All right. Well, that is it for content today. But before I leave you, I would like to leave you with this, this scripture. This is going to be Jeremiah 29 verse 11. This is the NIV version. And it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Why did I choose this one for this space and place while we're talking about fear? I think that this scripture is important here because fear is not from God. We know that. If you didn't know that, you know that now. And number two, I think that fear specifically is an acknowledgement that wherever you are, there's a place that's intended for you that God has higher. You know, the enemy always wants to knock us off our track and always wants to get us looking to the left and the right, you know, looking backwards instead of us looking dead ahead and when in doubt, falling to our knees and looking up. I think that that's what we have to keep in mind. I'll say tons and tons on air here in correspondences that you get from me, just so you remember, because a lot of times I have to remind myself of the fact that these challenges are meant for our good. You can't level up unless you've been down very low. (laughs) And that process happens over and over and over again. So anytime you're feeling fear, anytime I'm feeling fear, I always pause and first of all, calm myself because I know that it's not from God. That's not to say that we shouldn't have fears with things that we encounter on this earth, but there's always a perspective that's bigger than what we're facing here on this earth and in our flesh. So I always have to to pause and remind myself that there's something bigger and that I'm bigger. And what am I supposed to learn from this space that I'm in right now? What's the lesson? Is there something that I could be missing? And when I don't have any of those answers, then I know exactly where to go to get them. And I go straight to the Bible. (laughs) No shame in my game. That is it for this installment of The Grind to Find. If you haven't already, log on to thegrindtofind.com. Click on feed so that you can follow us and get that plain tea. If you want that tea spiked with some good good in it, I mean some extra good good because you like it good good and you like a whole lot of good good, which good good, <laughs> then you can go ahead and join the list there. And hey, make sure in no matter whatever app you use to follow me, you click that notification bell so that you'll be uh, updated when I upload. I, I had to say that because um, I got a call from a couple of people saying that they were not uh, notified. Well, you have to click that notification bell. Uh-huh. That's important. <laughs> but anyway, it's been a pleasure as always sharing this time with you. And uh, hey, remember, always define your grind and never let the grind define you. Terrell and Michelle here out until next time. Take care. Peace and abundant blessings.